Hey, Wes, what did you do last weekend? Yeah, I had a really good time. I had the opportunity to take the family to the movies. We don't get to do that very often, but we went and watched this movie called Coco. And it's just a great movie. It's uh, based in Mexico. And uh, mm, it's. Uh, I believe it's Mexico, Wes? Mexico. It's really exhausting trying to Mexico. correct your Spanish all the time. Thanks, Bo. Welcome to the NCC Leadership Podcast. As a church, we exist to establish communities where lives are changed by God. We hope this episode serves you as you serve others. Welcome to the NCC Leadership Podcast, uh, and we are so grateful uh, for the way that you're serving others. Today, we want to tackle a pretty big subject of um, how to deal with difficult people and difficult situations in your group. Um, this is... Uh, inevitable. If you've ever led anything in your life um, worth leading, you know that you're going to come up against some difficulties. And so we want to hopefully um, get a conversation started with you about how to do this effectively. So Wes is with me today. I'm Bo. Um, and we, we're going to tackle this massive subject. And what we want is for you, first off, to see that uh, difficult people in difficult situations are discipleship moments. They're not isolated from our relationship with Jesus. They're very much a part of our relationship with Jesus. Um, and so we don't want to back away. We don't want to hide from them. Uh, we certainly don't want to avoid them and hope that they'll go away on their own. Um, and we certainly don't also want to see people as problems. We want to see people as those created in the image of God who uh, need to be led into worship. And we believe that groups um, are where transformation happens. So what kind of groups are we trying to establish and how can we go about this, Wes? Yeah, that's, that's really good. I, I do, I agree. This is a, a big topic that um, we're all going to face at one point or another in our, in our groups because we are working with people and we're called to, to make disciples and that's not always smooth. It's not always uh, easy, but we do feel that God's placed these people in our groups for us to, to love and care for and show grace to and, and hopefully make disciples that eventually will make disciples of Jesus. And um, so one of the things that we really want to accomplish uh, in our community groups is uh, we, we want our groups to be a, a safe place for people. And um, we want our groups to be a place where people can belong. We want them to be a place where people can grow. And we also want uh, our groups to be a place where people can participate and serve and, and have a role to play. And so um, for this to be possible, I do think that uh, we need to set up some guidelines, some clear guidelines for, right. for our groups, um, just, to, just to be clear on what we're trying to accomplish and you know, what's an appropriate way to, um, to, to participate and to be a part of, of this group. And so... Um, we, what we're going to be doing is we, we, we do want to provide, uh, as a resource to you, um, we do have a, 
a document that includes 12 really helpful guidelines uh, for your community groups. And so, the, you know, one of the ones that really sticks out to me is, you know, just being really intentional about creating these safe environments in our groups. And uh, Bo, I don't know if there's a guideline or two that kind of sticks out to you from this from this list. Yeah, I, I think, so these guidelines will get to you. They're going to be in your inbox soon. But um, yeah, I just don't think it's fair to expect things out of people if we aren't clear about what we expect. And so sometimes we're frustrated with people and they don't even know that they're doing anything that's wrong or out of bounds or out of line. And so these guidelines are going to help just kind of bring the group into order. And so one of the ones I really like and really appreciate is, is one that says there's no crosstalk. So when somebody's talking, uh, you're not allowed to be talking to somebody else in the group or commenting on what they're saying or interrupting what they're saying. And I just think that's huge. And, and another one that I think is, is so important is one that we call no fixing. Uh, that is somebody shares their heart and, and becomes vulnerable about a situation they're in or something they're going through. Um, and you jump in with a solution to their problem that seems so simple, it can really cut down on sharing and vulnerability. And it really minimizes how they're feeling when we simply say to them, oh, you just need to trust God or have you ever read the Bible before or something that just seems so contrite. And so Mm -hmm. um, I think these are important. These are just a couple that are on your list that you're going to have in front of you here soon. So I think those are important. Why you got any others that are sticking out to you? Yeah, well, um, you know, I, I, I do want to say that um, we are referring to, uh, mainly we refer to, to what takes place during our, our dialogue times. Um, but to be honest, uh, difficult situations and, and sometimes difficult people uh, kind of make themselves uh, known uh, during our dialogue times. It's interesting how that happens. Like when people start opening up and, and being a little more, more vulnerable, um, it's, it's an opportunity for, um, you know, some situations to kind of get, get tricky sometimes. And so we really want to make sure that, uh, during our dialogue times we're we're clear about what the guidelines should be. And so, um, one of the other ones that really sticks out to me is, um, the one about allowing a pause after uh, a person is is speaking and sharing uh, within the group. I think uh, sometimes it's easy for people to jump right in after a person uh, is done talking, but sometimes that person may not be done with their thought, with their complete thought or, or what they were going to say, and, and people just start jumping in. And so I think it's really important as a guideline for us to uh, just have a, a short pause at uh, the end of, of each uh, contribution from people in our in our group. Yeah, yeah, I, I think these are also helpful. And so our, our recommendation is as you get this list would be to, on a semi-regular basis, just remind people of the guidelines. So take, take five minutes at the beginning of um, a meeting, maybe before you tell your story, uh, just to go over them real quick again, especially as you're introducing new people to the group. Again, it's just not fair to people if we don't express how we want the group to go and um, the expectations that we have for each person in the group. And so this will create a safer group. And and then at the end of the day, it'll help you deal with 
with difficult people who might be oversharing or taking up too much time or cross-talking or fixing because then you're not just um, confronting them. You're drawing them back to these um, guidelines that we've right. all agreed to. Yeah. And so it's just a little easier for you as a leader to, to deal with these situations. Um, and, and so we hope that that serves you. Um, and, I, and I think overall, um, just don't forget, this is about discipleship. This right. isn't about problems and people who are issues. Mm-hmm. They are about people who need to be led into worship. And, um, and so we want to serve you in that. So right. we're so grateful for all of you. Um, and we just think the world of all of you. And so uh, let us know how we can help you. Let us know how we can serve you. God bless. Bye, guys. <laughs>